No. And that's our welcome back, everybody. <laughs> that's that's this week's intro. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You got to take that one or leave that one. <laughs> if you don't like it, just fucking fast forward two seconds. Yeah. Well, howdy. <laughs> yes. We're back for another episode of Tales from Helheim. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do the echo. <laughs> um, what do we got this week, my guy? Well, this week, you know, being we just had a Halloween and all the other fun stuff happened. We I, thought I feel jipped because Halloween was on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we still we still took the kids out. Yeah, I went home. They made out like bandits, and then we came back, watched the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Oh, you guys watched that on Halloween? Yeah. That's that's a pretty good movie. I saw it in theaters, I think, the Saturday before that. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Definitely uh, makes you think about, you know, the paranormal aspect of things. You talking about the spirit part of it? Oh, yeah. Always. Which takes us into our segue to... Subway? Eat fresh. Yes. Wait, no fucking free promos. <laughs> I gotta pay us for that. Right? Subway, eat kind of fresh. <laughs> Something I haven't done in many episodes. Sponsor a Subway. <laughs> it has been a while. <laughs> but that brings us into the fun for today, which is... Japanese ghosts. I always, I, whenever we watch like the scary videos, I'm always tell you the same thing as like ranking them from like the ghost type videos I've seen. Yeah. Like American ghosts are just like moving stuff like, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that, that'd be interesting to see. And then you have the Mexican ghosts where it's just like full body apparitions. Yeah. But like you never see their face. They're always like far away, like, crossing ominously through and those are scary because then you see the full body ghost yeah but i will have to rank that japanese ghosts are by far the scariest fucking ghost ever because it looks like you're just staring at a straight up dead body yeah because they're they don't like they're not in a distance or they're not like ominous about it they're like right fucking there in your face they give zero fucks or right fucking behind you pretty much like the one video i was actually watching earlier today they did an investigation and dude has a static camera up watching where he's at. Yeah. And then he goes and he kind of like tilts the camera up, like just looking around behind him. Yeah. And you see from nose to head of hair, like eyes with no pupils, just right fucking behind him. Jesus. But when you look in the static camera, nothing. Like that. Have you seen the one where the that dude, he... He's in an apartment where I guess the guy killed himself or something. This previous tenants, I think it's like a white dude. And he has like cameras like recording with like night vision in his room and he shuts the lights off. But as soon as he shuts the light off, you see like a giant outline of a guy. And then when the night vision kicks in, he's gone and it does like twice. I think I have seen that one. Um, but I think still all time scariest one is the one we watched uh, together uh, when we were at work. Uh, it was, it was lunchtime, and we were watching a video, and 
It's like this dude showing this lady like her new like little apartment in Japan. Yeah. And they the they hear banging on the inside of the closet. It's like doo, 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 doo. but it's like two three people there. So they're like, what, the, what was that? Yeah. And they go and they open the closet and like a blue whitish hand like swipes at their leg from the bottom of the closet where there's like a little ca- like a little compartment. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody fits in a little compartment. It's like compressed to the ground and they show like the camera. And you don't see anything. Then when she gets back up, she stands up and then she like looks like tilts the camera slightly up and there's like a fucking. A Japanese like ghost face and an arm like swiping at her, like his eyes are all like bulging out of his face and he's so all it, blue. It almost looks like a scene from fucking uh, what is it? The Ring, The Grudge. Oh, The Grudge or the Ring. Or yep, yep. you would call it Juan in. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but <laughs> that's the Japanese version of it. Yeah, but exactly. That's exactly what it looked like, but like blue and like whitish face. Yeah. Ooh, dude, that fucking, that was scary. I remember I was like, it was the middle of the day at work. I was like, that, it's going to fuck me up for <laughs> for later on tonight. <laughs> right. I was like, no. damn, I got to go home to a fucking empty apartment. <laughs> I don't want to fucking see this. I don't know why, but they are more terrifying. They are. So, yeah, if I had to rank them, it'd be Japanese ghosts, Mexican ghosts, and then, like, American ghosts. I don't know if it's just a culture thing or what, but... Yeah, they're they're definitely on the uh, terrifying aspect. Oh yeah. So uh, coming back from that little sidetrack, what do we have today? So I have a couple stories, and I believe you have one. Uh, Yes, I have one. What we can do is I'll go with the first story. You can read yours, and then I'll finish her off. That's what she said. Oh Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, that works, man. You can't. That, that's what she said. I can do whatever I want. You remember who that is? No. <laughs> um. But yeah, we have a. Your lovely wife made us a, a spreadsheet of stories. Yes. Yes. I like, this um, came in really handy. She made a real professional, like Manila folders that were sealed. It's like here's your research. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's. Uh... Let's just say been a fun week with inventory and everything else going on. It's It's been a packed week, so yeah. trying to get in research. And this is probably the first time we've had any like outside research help. It felt weird. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's kind of wild because like, it's cool to get the stuff, and you're like, but I didn't look this up myself. Well, <laughs> that's where we're counting on you guys, the listeners, guys and gals, everybody out there with ears that can listen. Yes. Let us know what you think of these stories. If they're good, mediocre, bad, amazing. Going to the uh, astounding spectrum, maybe. Oh, I was going to say danger zone. Yes. (laughs) I don't get sued by Kenny Rogers, though. Right. Yeah, he's one you don't want to mess with. All righty. Well, let's hear some of these stories, my guy. Well, speaking of things you wouldn't want to mess with, this is about a haunted apartment. Oh, Christ. I know about that. I live in a five-story apartment building in downtown Nagoya. It's not a new building, but it's not a dump either. Rent is pretty cheap, and it's well-maintained, but otherwise unremarkable. I live in an end unit and thought my only neighbor was horrible. The first week I lived there, they would bang on the wall constantly. 
I know I was noisy when I moved in and was putting my furniture together, but come on. I thought they'd chill out after I had my place sorted out, but no such luck. I dealt with it for a month, but then the smells started. Ew. Right? It just smelled so wrong in there, like old garbage and human waste. I caved and called the building management company, who said they'd look into it. They called back and told me that apartment had been empty since before I moved in. I told them about seeing the door partially open once or twice, thinking it might be a squatter, so they sent someone out. The staff and a cop knock on the door, head in, and find absolutely nothing. It was spotless, no garbage anywhere, no signs anyone had been living there whatsoever. It didn't smell either. So what was all that? I started talking to the lady who cleans the apartment building, and she tells me... My apartment was a Jiko Buken. We'll have to look that up and see what that is. I'll do that during uh, your story, unless you want to grab it right now while I finish this one. For the audience, go ahead and spell that out. <laughs> For them, I know how to spell it clearly. It is J-I-K-O-B-U-K-K-E-N. Turns out the tenant before the last one was an old guy who died half in the bedroom closet. He'd fallen and banged on the wall for help, but the old neighbors were on vacation, and he'd eventually starve there. All the banging, the smells were coming from my own place the whole time. I still live there because, as I said, it was cheap. And so long as I leave the closet door open, I don't have any issues with banging or bad smells. We'll be back after a quick break. Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt, 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 cunt. I'm Ange Ballastone, a.k.a. The Drag Queen, Fat Girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch, a gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch. While we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy. And cunty. With us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watching. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I in full drag? And we'll see you on the big... Cu- oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. On the big c***y couch. Mwah. Bum, bum, doom, bum, 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 bum. Exactly. That's crazy. So they thought that there's somebody in that fucking apartment, but it was empty. Yeah. And, I mean, think about it. We saw that one... Uh, video from Japan where the dude moved into that house and remember he would hear the weird wailing from outside or like in his bathroom and shit. Yeah, so Jiko Bukin, if I said that right, Jiko Bukin, uh, the quite literal English translation is accident property. Uh, so it's okay. just where something it, it's um, a in death favor, house. Pretty much. Uh, okay. When an incident that is disliked by everybody occurs in the property or around the property in the past, it's considered a jikobukin. Hmm. So, like, remember watching the video where that dude went to clean up the apartment? He's like, well, this guy, the last tenant, hung himself and they didn't find his body. Oh, yeah. And that's why, like, the rent is, like, dirt cheap. And he's, like, recreating the scene. Yeah. That's kind of fucking tough, dude. Imagine being like, I got a deal in an apartment. Well, I thought that, too. 
Uh, like I got a deal in an apartment, and then nobody tells you somebody fucking killed themselves there. I mean, that happened to my cousin. Jesus. He moved in. Um, he moved in, and he would have random stuff happen. So it was my oldest cousin, and then tattoo artist cousin. Shit. And they. The tattoo artist cousin was at oldest cousin's house. Yeah. And he woke up and he saw a balloon floating in his face. But he was laying on the couch and it was just hovering right there. What the fuck? And like it wouldn't move. Like it was just steady hovering right in front of his face. So that freaked him out. And then I guess my oldest cousin got scratched in the shower. One time he was in the uh the boys room yeah and he had seen red eyes in the closet well it turns out the dude there i think he like killed his family and then killed himself some shit like that what the fuck yeah i always wanted to get like more information on the fucking apartment we lived in over there uh before you guys moved here yeah we were all fucking roommates because that one that had some shit going on because when we left i don't haven't i didn't see anything similar to that What's we saw weird. the tall man, and then the the worst one was, I'm pretty sure I've said on this podcast a couple of times, when I had gone up to get, like, uh, your wife had bought, like, was, like, melon water from that uh, that little Mexican store. Oh, yeah, that's no longer around. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. But uh, I went to go grab some, and, like, it was, I want to say it was, like, 2 in the morning, 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah. And I saw somebody hunched over in front of the fridge, and I thought it was you just fucking, like, slow sipping that shit out of the fucking jug. <laughs> and then I was like, this motherfucker, what is he doing? And then, like, I started, like, walking towards, the, like, the kitchen, because I can see over the island, and then, like, it stops, and then, like, it starts, like, fully standing up, and that shit's, like, over the fridge, like, about to touch the fucking roof. Jesus. And these were, like, high ceilings. Yeah, so I was like, fuck this. And I was like, fuck this. And I closed the door, and I locked it, and I was like, I'm going back to bed. I'd rather be thirsty than dead. <laughs> right. But there was, like, some shit in that fucking apartment. It was fucking wild. It just goes to show you never really know what you're getting into anywhere you go. Not at all. Be it here or Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Germany, France, fucking anywhere. The American Samoas? Yeah, there too. (laughs) Very possibly. I can't say for sure, but I'm almost positive. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're probably. There's got to be something. Oh, yeah. All right. So my story is about a stolen phone. Which can be terrifying for many different reasons. <laughs> Especially if you don't got a passcode on there. Yes. <laughs> don't go through the photos. Don't go through the photos. You don't want to see that. <laughs> you want to see that schlong? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. The schlongest screenshot ever. <laughs> Jesus. That's terrible. <laughs> All right. We'll get into that later. No, we won't. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear about this uh, stolen phone. Speaking of mischievous creatures, just as I was about to record this, a Patreon wrote in on Discord who lived in Japan named Dan. It reminded me of Namuri, Mori's experience, so I asked if I could read it here. Well, this is an outside creepy experience because it parallels what the previous one I'm including it here. This is what happened to him and his wife very recently. 
the strangest thing happened to my wife and I just now. In our little hamlet of the outskirts of Tamba Sasayama. Hiyogo. I got that so wrong. I apologize, everybody. It's it's fine. We're not. Yeah, it's that's we're a not difficult. Natives. My wife realized she lost her phone. The usual minor panic ensued. We called the restaurant, police station, etc., to no avail. Google's find my phone showed that it was turned on and we could ring it at the highest volume, even it set to the manner mode. However, the phone location could only be ascertained. What? Ascertained. It could only be ascertained to the white area. There was an unknown walking journey of about four minutes covering 700 meters leading down an unlit road around the rice fields about an hour before. Jesus, that sounds fucking terrifying. Yeah, it does. That's not where you want to be. I don't think any phone's worth a fucking four minute walk in a desolate fucking rice field. No, not at all. (sighs) Fuck that. (laughs) Back to the story. (laughs) (laughs) Then the phone's location suddenly updated to an accuracy of about 100 meters. So we got the torches out and set off to the area while ringing it. Once we got to the spot, we heard a distant ringing tone coming from the pitch black mountain forest. There are no footpaths leading to the, that way up the mountain. So we entered about 50 meters. And as the ringtone got louder, we could see the light coming from the screen. And there it was half buried in a small hole. Our working theory is that a monkey picked it up outside our house and ran off with it before ditching it. Perhaps after getting spooked by a notification or something, Dan sent a screenshot of the Find My Phone app, and it really is in the middle of nowhere. The photo of the phone at night, half buried under the grass and leaves with just the screen glowing, is also creepy horror movie fodder. I guess it could be a monkey. But I've never really heard about monkeys stealing shit in Japan. Normally that's like in Philippines and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, they're also kind of... Little mischievous fucks. I wouldn't Some doubt are, it. Yes. Some definitely. But I don't are. know. Because if it's half buried, I don't think the monkey would like hop down and bury the phone. I don't know. Or maybe, uh, maybe whatever stole it did get spooked by like an incoming call or something. I just want it to be like one of those fucking 1720s ghosts. Like the Victorian ones, and they get a hold of the phone. They're like, oh, fuck. What is this? Just fucking launch it. Right. <laughs> that was just an excuse for me to bust out my British accent. I've been working on it. What do you think? This terrifying contraption. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> you know you're better at voices. <laughs> Who learned you how to vocal? <laughs> Don't you know how to voice right? <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. Shit, this one takes me back to when I worked at that haunted cannery in fucking Oregon. Oh, Jesus. So this one is about a security guard. Is your fucking biography? Is that what we're doing here? Maybe. I knew it. You'll be able to tell in the first paragraph. My beard is luscious. I'm like, yeah, you some bitch. I knew it was you. <laughs> no, I'd never call out my own beard as much as I want to. Mm-hmm. I'm a security guard in the Kanagawa area. And part of my job is to patrol abandoned but still owned buildings. Most of the problems with these properties come from unknown issues. Of course, there are sometimes homeless people that we have to remove from the property, and urban explorers or street artists can also be a problem. 
but that's why my company used hidden security cameras throughout the bigger properties. In one hotel I was patrolling, we entered and locked the front door behind us, as is protocol. But after making our rounds, we came back down to find the door wide open and the one padlock sitting on the old reception desk in a spot that had been cleared of dust and debris. We took photos, rechecked the first floor, then locked up and left. When we reviewed the footage, in case we needed to contact the police, there was nothing strange in the video. It's like the door was locked. And then it wasn't. My coworker thinks another guard or some kids were messing with us, but I'm not sure. How could someone remove the lock, enter, clear the desk, and then leave it there on the counter without showing up on camera at all? That's a demon. It could be. Security like, demon. Like I said, when I worked at the, the cannery, we'd see the lights in the upstairs lunchroom go on and off all the time. And in in off-season, it's just the one guard and myself there. And we went up there. Like, we had our little hats that we got. We threw them across the floor to see if it would turn the sensors on. No. Us going to walk in to get the hats would. So you had to, something had to physically walk in that room to turn the sensors on. Okay, yeah, that's fucking wild. What the fuck? Yeah, that and hearing my name whispered in my ear that no one knew me by. I was just like, oh, nope, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> they knew my birthday clown name. Skipski. <laughs> Skipski. The peanut butter juggler. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but no, it was, that place was terrifying. I fucking hated it there. That sounds bad. Yeah, I've had, I think that's the only job. Besides the one we have now, where I've worked in a haunted location. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking... The one we're at now, just was it recently... This week, while we were doing inventory, me and uh, Daddy Fat Sacks were counting. Yeah. And we walk in, and the lights are still off. Because it's on a motion sensor, so we walk in, the lights go on. So we walk in, and the first uh, little aisle of the lights turn on where we're at. Yeah. And we're counting close to the pallet, and then we like step back towards like where we came from. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the lights, lights turn on like suddenly, like all of them at the same time. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. uh, he's like, "What the fuck was that?" He's like somebody come through. So I walk down the aisles and I'm checking to see if any I can see anybody. Yeah. Nobody was there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we're like, ah, let's get the fuck out of here. I mean, like I said, went in one day and heard uh, like "hello" or something whispered in my ear. Yeah. Shit. So I know. Looking for. We're uh, definitely gonna investigate there again with the new stuff we have to use. I said bring the new guys in. Right. <laughs> yeah, go check those lights first real quick. Lock them out there. <laughs> Let us know what you hear. We're gonna strap you guys with GoPros. Yes, but that will be coming. So we've just waited for it to cool down here, so we're not dying of heat stroke. Oh my god! You remember that one fucking summer we did it? Yes. Yes, I that do. That was bad. I was swaying like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And that, and that we did it at night. Yeah. We so, did it at, like, what, like midnight? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking late. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. I think we have that episode up here, too. Go ahead and check yeah. that out, guys. 
But and, yeah, that was a fucking crazy one too because we caught stuff on that one, and then it was like it's fucking hot. It's like I gotta get out of here, man. Yeah, and now it's nice and cool. So we got to see if uh, Mister Fat Sex is up for it in the next couple weeks. Uh, hopefully, man. Be pretty cool. With it the way it is and the activity picking up, like I said, our uh, associate on the bulk side was telling me how he saw like a blue shirt moving in a place that no one passed through, just different shit like that. So it's it's picking up. Oh yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see. There's something there that's really just fucking pissing it off or like irritating it more than usual. Well. I mean, it could be all the stress and bad vibes going through at the current moment. Oh, yeah. They feed on negative activity. You know what? That checks out. That's probably what it is. So until that stuff's gone, it's just going to get worse. And I don't see that going away anytime soon. Yeah, because it's been fucking like popping up a lot more frequently in front of more people than usual. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm I'm greatly excited to go back, especially, like I said, with the spirit talker. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see what happens. That would be pretty cool. But well, that's all I got. That's what we got for this week's episode. Hell yeah. All right, guys. And don't forget, next time we'll see you in Helheim. <laughs>